2: Scoop B Radio. Welcome back into the cheap seats here on Public House Media this uh, Monday, June 11th. little Billy Joel moving out here uh, on this Monday morning as a couple free agents might be moving out in this summer in the NBA. We'll touch on that in just a little bit uh, with Brandon Robinson, Scoop B Radio. Christian I with John Lauder here with you. And once again, we welcome Brandon back onto the show. Always appreciate the time here, Brandon. Um, real quick, a- let's... Let's get to it. Um, John and I discussed this in the last segment. More damaging to LeBron's legacy here. Um, Three and six in the finals, or the fact that he has now been swept twice in the finals?
3: Um, Kind of 50-50 if you ask me. Um, I, I think the three and six in the finals... Um, I wish I could give just the Spurs the go-ahead with that one, and you erased that back in 2007 because the, the Cavs then weren't going to beat the uh, the I said Antonio Spurs. Uh, but I think you're watching a Warriors team. Uh, I'm not quite calling them a dynasty yet, um, but I, I'll say that uh, they are on, on the precipice of doing something great because they've got four young guys that are effective in their own way uh, and, and have done just amazing work you got to take your hat off to the Golden State Warriors uh, this year's NBA finals champ. Um, And what I think is interesting about that team in particular is the way that they've done it, particularly in game three uh, where their big four uh, were very dominated by Kevin Durant, uh, who scored 43 points and the rest of that big four rather has was, was about 11 for 34 from the field, which is about, or 11 for 35 from the field, which is about 31.4%. And they still won by eight points. Uh, That's simply remarkable. Great basketball. And, um LeBron James can't do it by himself uh and and so you begin to wonder um, does he have to team with other guys uh, to be successful so I think that three and six um is definitely a, a a bad record uh but I think that in 2015 2017 and in 2018 LeBron James has done it by himself and he's going to have to find greener pastures and um Yeah, I think that 3-6 is bad. Um, I think the Warriors and that situation being swept is definitely bad. It's just all the way bad, as I said before. I believe it's just 50-50.
0: It's amazing to see how many people are upset about the Warriors winning a third title in four years, saying there's no competitive balance in the NBA. But if you look at the last 60 years, there hasn't been a true history of competitive balance. You've had decades where one team won nine titles, two teams winning seven titles in the last decade. In the 90s, you had two teams win eight titles. What do you make of the backlash of this Warriors as you have yet to call them a
3: dynasty? I think that... um the people who say that just pay attention to headlines and storylines. When you talk about in basketball, the last 20 years, um, it's been dominated by Kobe, Michael Jordan, Shaq, LeBron, uh, with a sprinkle of Chauncey Billups and Hakeem Olajuwon and Kennedy Smith um, and their basketball minds. uh, And and they've and, and, and we can't leave out Steph Curry and, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, their basketball minds, um, they're talented. They know the game, um, and knows what it takes to win. I, I often, you know, we started the conversation talking about dynasties and or LeBron James's legacy, and I, I, I get a bit hesitant because um, I just think that people are often comparing um, Michael. Or, or, excuse me, the Warriors and LeBron, whatever team LeBron is on, to the perfection that was Michael Jordan, where he won six championships. And those six championships, he took two years off in between from the finals because um, he went to go play baseball, and uh, he couldn't contain Nick Anderson and the Orlando Magic in 95. Um, and they didn't go to the finals. But that being said, I, I think oftentimes um, we don't often um, just take in or appreciate uh, the stars when we have them. And I think that a gut check or that reality was was so much so that people faked um, their appreciation for Kobe Bryant during his retirement tour in 2016. Like, Kobe was a great basketball player, and, and minus the, the um, losing a couple of times in the NBA Finals to the Pistons, I believe, in 2004, uh, and the uh, Boston Celtics in 2008 you know kobe had a phenomenal career and i think that um oftentimes we don't appreciate athletes particularly um impactful athletes until they're getting ready to leave and i think um if we're not careful uh, we will do the same thing with lebron james i don't think people realize how great of a basketball player mm-hmm. um he is and 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 the same could be said about Steph curry and the warriors i think sometimes people are so busy hating um, their greatness. Sometimes people are just good. I think the Warriors are just that good. I think LeBron is just good. I find myself sometimes if I'm at a game and I'm covering any of those guys, whether it be a regular season game, an all-star game, sometimes just taking a step back and enjoying it because it, that blink can be gone. And, and and then you're on to the next thing. And I think that a lot of it has to do with social media. A lot of it has to do with, we just have so much content that's out, whether it's online or whether it's on TV I don't think people appreciate the stars that they have. And I also think they compare them to Michael. And Michael, you know, I think if we compare them to Michael, we need to compare Michael to Bill Russell.
0: Speaking with Brandon Robinson of Scoop B Radio here inside the cheap seats, John Lauder and Christian Heimel. Brandon, Steve Kerr said after the title that this was the toughest one to get, referencing the disease of Moore. Bill Simmons has talked about that a lot in all of his different basketball books and articles, basically the disease of Moore being – you know, players after they've won a couple of titles, just you know, not having that same hunger and that same drive. How do the Warriors continue to avoid that and eventually become a true dynasty in your eyes?
3: Uh, continue to to be how they are. Um, I, I think you look at their their Western Conference. You, you know, you you see, it's almost like the movie, uh, uh, the Wakanda Forever movie, uh, Black Panther, Panther. and um, you know they played the Houston Rockets that was supposed to be the team that was supposed to beat them. And, you know, if I was, if, if I was the Warriors in the conference finals after we, after we beat the the, the Rockets, I would look at James Harden and, and, and Chris Paul and say, this is your King. This is, this is your King. You know, I, I think for the for the for the Western Conference, they're going to try to find ways to 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 try to match the Warriors. But the Warriors, their special team, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure in free agency, uh, the Dallas Mavericks are going to try to find a way to, to to rebuild or and and you know add newer pieces. I'm sure. You know, Houston is going to try to recruit LeBron James. I'm sure they, uh, the the Spurs will and Greg Popovich will try to do the same thing. But you know, all that being said, I, I think that the the Warriors. Um, I say this all the time. My, my baby sister's twenty-one years old, um, and there, the Warriors are her generation's version, or are slowly or or rapidly, whatever word you want to use, becoming uh, this generation's uh, dynasty. It team, you know, the Spurs have handed the mantle over, and, and now it's you know, the Warriors turn. And I and I really do believe that, you know, when Michael Jordan retired for good, uh, and and we're not even counting the Wizards when he was on that team, but when he left the Bulls in 98, you know, Michael handed that baton over, half the baton over to Shaq and Kobe and the Lakers and the other half to uh, Tim Duncan and the Spurs, you know, because I think that the Spurs quietly, you know, built a dynasty. Um, and I think... You know, I think that the Warriors are, are doing the same thing, and you know, Steve Kerr is a a disciple and a hybrid of both Phil Jackson and a uh, Gregg Popovich, and it's it's interesting to watch. You love to hate them, but you know, they figured out the formula, they figured out the cheat code, and you know, also the Warriors kind of uh, found the cheat code that LeBron James and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade created, taking less money to go elsewhere. You know, they they did that in finding Kevin Durant, taking less money. And, uh, you know, he gets more advertising on the back end by, you know, being in Northern California and, you know, messing with, with the Napa Valley. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to watch. And I don't want to ramble, but it's i just say it's interesting to watch.
2: <laughs> so now that the finals are over, we can get to the real uh, crux of the NBA. And that is the offseason and free agency, especially this year now with LeBron James having an option. What Do you feel that LeBron takes that option? Is there any chance that he takes that option? plays for Cleveland for one more year and we have the same conversation next year, or is he out and gone uh, from Cleveland this summer?
3: I don't think th- I'm going to take the line that some of my other uh, media cohorts say, I don't think LeBron knows what LeBron wants to do yet. Um, and I think that it it, it seems very, uh, it, it, it reminds me similarly to, you know, LeBron walking out the Boston Celtics tunnel in 2010 and, you know, in the conference finals throwing his jersey in the, in the laundry bin and, you know, going about his business, he's getting older um, and he's playing for championships at this point. Um, I think LeBron staying would require too much recruiting on his end. And I don't think uh, he has the relationship with current Cavs GM Kobe Altman that he may have with other GMs. Um, and I think that what I just don't nobody really wants to play for Cleveland like that you know I, I think Kyle Corver coming was looked good on paper uh you know the the trade that they got for you know uh the, the other pieces whether it's uh, Larry Nance Jr whether it's Rodney Hood who, who played well in game three by the way um but I think that that team is decaying and getting older I think a LeBron James led team you know, it, it lasts you two. To th- it's a two to three year window, and then he has to find new blood. You know, he did that in 2014 when he came back to Cleveland, and um, you know, he he had a young Tristan, Tom- a younger Tristan Thompson, a Kyrie Irving, uh, and, and other pieces involved. And you know, I, I think he 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 got Ty Lue a a, a very coveted coaching job. Uh, after paying his dues uh, under t- uh, Doc Rivers in, in Boston and, and, and with the L.A. Clippers. And, you know, it, it's it, to answer your question, it may be time to move on, and there are other teams that, you know, could use him right away.
0: We're here inside the cheap seats on the Public House Media Network. John Lauder and Christian Heimel speaking with Brandon Robinson, uh, scoopyradio.com a fellow Hofstra graduate. Brandon, we had you. Uh, on a couple weeks ago and you said that Miami is still a possibility for LeBron James to return to. Now Christian somehow thinks that he stays in Cleveland because of his personal life. I mentioned in the last segment that I think he could go to Boston. I do think that's possible. Uh, Obviously they'd have to get rid of Kyrie because I don't think those two would play together again at this point. But what are the most likely scenarios for LeBron to head to this summer since it sounds like you think he's moving on again?
3: Well, uh, it's funny John mentions the – credit to him, uh, the Boston Celtics, because uh, Stephen A. Smith actually said he gave a list of teams uh, that could go – that he could potentially uh, have a cup of coffee with and and, and have conversation with. And, you know, it does make sense to – with Kyrie Irving, his former teammate in Cleveland, uh, having a year left on his contract and there's talk that um, he wants to leave. And, and, and by the way – I can tell you firsthand uh, from my sources um, that Kyrie Irving has always wanted to play for the New York Knicks uh, growing up in West Orange, New Jersey, uh, his father uh, being from the South Bronx and just knowing the hit, and, and his godfather being uh, Rod Strickland, uh, a, Knick, a New York legend, um, that desire to play for the Knicks is a realistic uh, option. That's that just something dope, being tossed into the wind. Um but directly to your question about LeBron James um, going to Boston and basically shipping Kyrie for LeBron, um, but also sending Gordon Hayward to the Boston Celtics with Kyrie uh, would help the Cavaliers rebuild right away. If LeBron is interested, they also have the eighth pick in the 2018 NBA draft. Um, They could rebuild fast and in a hurry. It seems that whenever LeBron leaves, he always, uh, he gives them a stimulus package, if you will, uh, in rebuilding their team. Shout out to Obama for knowing that reference. Um, but I think that uh, another option uh, for LeBron James, um, people have talked about the OKC Thunder. Uh, he's always talked about wanting to team up with uh, Carmelo Anthony. But... Um, will he resign? That's a question that needs to be, to be answered. Cause I can see Carmelo finally going to Houston and giving, you know, his Jordan brand teammate, uh, Chris Paul, some help. Um, but then, you know, Paul George and LeBron have been linked together. Will they go to the Lakers together? Will they go to, um, the, uh, will they go to the Rockets together? You know, but then Philadelphia is a popular option. And, and you know, last week, uh, former Cavs GM, uh, David Griffin appeared on my buddy Zach Gelb show over at CBS and uh, said that, you know, Philadelphia would be a viable option. And then you look at what's happening in Philadelphia right now with Jerry Colangelo being gone uh, from his post over there. Could the could the Philadelphia 76ers then hire David Griffin and, and who has a direct line to LeBron and his camp and, and get him to come. Um, but, you know, LeBron being a bold, dominant guy, um, will he coexist with, with Ben Simmons? Uh, will he make uh, – do He turned Joel Embiid into the modern-day Kevin Love and Chris Bosh and making him a jump shooter and falling in love with that jumper. Quite frankly, I hate it. And I think that when Joel Embiid plays in the post, um, he is the postman. But, you know, there's a lot of options. But I think as his kids are getting older, uh, I know that uh, he wants to be directly involved with him as his oldest son is, is preparing for high school. I know for a fact that when LeBron was in Miami, his wife hated it. You know, he was away from his family for that first year. It was almost like the the kid who never left home that finally got out and was able to to go to Miami. You know, he's been in Northeast Ohio all his life. It was a little more difficult at 33, uh, you know, trying to win championships elsewhere. You want to go somewhere more settled. San Antonio was a settled option. And I can also tell you that Kyrie Irving has often, side note, marveled at playing in San Antonio. You know, San Antonio was on his list. So it's interesting to see LeBron and Kyrie's name kind of uh, in headlines again. But LeBron has a lot of options to consider. I don't think he totally knows what he wants to do yet. But my, my top picks are staying with Cleveland, uh, potentially um, going to Philadelphia, which is not that far from Ohio. Um, and also, uh, I still put Miami Heat towards the bottom, but you know an option that he, he will consider.
2: More likely to happen, and, and then we'll let you go after this. Uh, I shouldn't say more likely, but w- what's going to be the more surprising move? Um, LeBron James, Paul George, or Kawhi Leonard? Because there's been talk, obviously, all season that there's a lot of tension between Kawhi and San Antonio
3: so your question is what would be more surprising
2: yeah what what would be the more surprising of the, of the three at least where they go where not not saying if they leave but where they end up going what could be the most surprising situation
3: um I guess Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James because uh that relationship from folks I speak with uh with that are familiar with that situation directly uh, Kawhi wants out and um It would be surprising if LeBron goes to San Antonio with Kawhi Leonard there. Um, But I think it's just interesting to me seeing LeBron go to Boston after all those years. But anything is possible in the NBA. They used to say anything. You you never know what to expect in the WWE. The NBA is now the WWE. So um, anything could happen. And uh, LeBron LeBron James could turn heel at any time and, you know, at this point he's chasing championships boston's pretty daggone close partnering lebron with jason tatum and terry rozier and brad stevens like brad stevens could be the modern day uh eric spolster if you will it'll be interesting to see what happens it'd be
2: very interesting to see and now that the summer is officially here for the nba this is where it really gets i guess kind of interesting is wearing all these guys go brandon robinson Scooby radio as always buddy we appreciate the time and uh and the insight here today
3: Buddy, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
2: Brandon Robinson, Scoop B Radio. Uh
3: Scoop B Radio.